and welcome to Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear, the podcast where we revisit silent era stars and their lives and the way they lived and the things that they did, which would be their lives. And so, and their careers as well. This week, Mildred Davis, right after this. I have tried Wheaties, and they're good. I know we've played that one before, but you'd be surprised how few there are from this era. And so, that is the very first radio jingle. The very first radio paid advertisement was for the what, the Hawthorne Courts Apartments or something like that. But that one, for Wheaties, basically saved the cereal company and really pumped up sales, showing that uh, radio jingles are a very powerful Have you listened to the podcast? This week on the show, the show being Hollywood Scandals of Yesteryear, I am your host, Gabriel Russo. Like I said before, each show, each episode, we delve a little bit into the lives of silent era stars, and we find out together who they are. I usually don't know who these people are either, and so here we go this week with Mildred Davis. Which was, uh, she was pretty interesting, actually. And um, her family was very, her lineage is very interesting. So, Mildred Davis was born February 22nd, 1901. And she passed away August 18th, 1969. She was mainly known for uh, starring in many of Harold Lloyd's silent comedies. And then was his wife as well. She was born in Philadelphia. She was educated at the Friends School, which is uh, famous, which is a famous school there, founded by the Quakers, known as the the Religious Society of Friends. Quakers are big in 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 Philly. I don't know so much anymore, but they were anyway. So she went to the Friends School, which is still, I believe, still a school. It was when I lived there. When I so she moved to Los Angeles. Uh, in the hopes of being a star, she got several small roles and eventually caught the attention of Hal Roach, famous producer and director, and he owned his own studio. He was the guy for that did uh, Laurel and Hardy and Our Gang, later known as the Little Rascals. He had his own film studio in the early days of Hollywood. He sees Mildred and points her out to Harold Lloyd, big comedian. He's like the number two comedian compared to Charlie Chaplin. Although Charlie Chaplin only released four films over a period of time, Harold Lloyd released 12 films over the same period of time. So Harold Lloyd's money was up. His films did, didn't do as well on the whole, but overall he made way more movies than Chaplin and so made more money. Mildred was known as Mid or Middy by her friends and family. She catches Harold Lloyd's eye, and he, he is looking for a replacement for B.B. Daniels. She starred with Lloyd in a lot of films. She was famous for starring in 42nd Street. She was in over 230 films. We may do her later. Um, well, <laughs> we may do an episode on her later. So anyway, B.B. Daniels starred in a ton of Harold Lloyd, in a ton of pictures with Harold Lloyd. And they were romantically involved as well. So I guess they split up and uh, stopped making films together. 
And so he cast Mildred Davis in the short comedy From Hand to Mouth in 1919. Uh, this is the first of 15 films that they made together. So she was on a break from school when she went to uh, L.A. to try her luck in the movies. So like I said, she makes 15 films with Harold Lloyd. And in 1923, she get they get married. I'm getting a little ahead of myself. B.B. Daniels had left to go work with Cecil B. DeMille. You know, so, I mean, how can you... So on seeing on seeing Mildred, apparently Lloyd's first remark is, she looks like a big French doll. <laughs> they both liked her. They cast her in her movie. She's um, She stars in the first big break, really, from hand to mouth. 1921, they become romantically involved. After the filming of Safety Last, which is a great title, he proposes. This is in 1923. They get married, like I said. They get married at St. John's Episcopal Church in L.A., February 10th, 1923. So she takes a few more roles, but eventually she retires from acting to raise their children, Gloria, Peggy, and Harold Lloyd Jr. Uh, They remain married for 46 years until Mildred's death. And I didn't want to rush through her life, but there wasn't a whole lot about her. She was... I'll get into more. There's a family here. But she's one of the most active in the Hollywood community um, as far as like hosting parties at the time. Their estate was called Green Acres. And uh, she worked with a lot of charities. She had friends such as Mary Pickford, Marion Davies, and Colleen Moore. They were both, uh, or they were all her really good friends. And her, you know, Green Acres was the place to be apparently. I don't know if you guys can hear my cat going crazy over there. Mildred Davis, her brother, was Jack Davis. Jack Davis was 13 years younger. And he was in, he started an Our Gang, uh, which was Roach's group. And this is the early, early days of Our Gang. It's not with uh, the ones that we might remember. They were the, in the silent. And Jack Davis's last Our Gang was in 1923. But when Harold Lloyd and... Uh, and Mildred Davis got married. Lloyd said, no, no, I don't want him being an actor, apparently, and pulled him out of the R-Gang comedies and enrolled him in military school. So there you go. <laughs> but then in reading about that, he um, he becomes a prominent L.A. physician later in life and is the grandfather, uh, actress Carrie Mitchum and actor Bentley Mitchum, whose other grandfather is obviously Robert Mitchum, going by the last name, and uh, the great-grandfather to Grace Van Deen, who is Casper uh, Van Deen and, I guess, Carrie Mitchum were married. So the Mitchum family and the, uh, and the Davis and Harold Lloyd family are kind of intertwined, which I thought was interesting. And I'll bet that over the course of doing this show, I'm going to find out more and more that these uh, these families have you know intermarried and you know the old timey families are uh, are kind of still going even if their last names aren't necessarily you know what I mean necessarily the same. I thought that uh, Mildred Davis looked a lot like Drew Barrymore. I mean, not that they're related or anything, but just lo- in looking at her picture and the photo that I chose for the uh, podcast page, I thought really accentuated that. But I noticed it in a, in several pictures. Mildred was, like I said, the sister of Jack Davis. She's the grandmother of Suzanne Lloyd Hayes, who sued Disney for $50,000, claiming that the water boy 
was a copy of Harold Lloyd's 1925 film, The Freshman. They ruled against her, though, in 2002, claiming that the similarities cited were generic to many movies. And so it was just similarities. I haven't seen The Freshman. The Water Boy, I have seen. Mildred was also... Later in life, she suffered from depression, some some drinking spells. They were short-lived, but, you know, a little bit. She never learned to drive a car. And she retired to uh, to take care of the kids, you know. But uh, her, hus- her husband, Harold, also discouraged her from continuing. He didn't want her to keep acting. And I wonder if that was an issue with uh, B.B. Daniels, if he wanted her to start a family and whatnot. And maybe she didn't want, I have no idea. So throughout their married life, close friend and Harold's secretary, Roy Brooks, lived with the Lloyds at Green Acres and kept Mildred company when Harold was not at home, which sounds very strange. He lived with them for over 40 years, and so I thought, well, that was odd. It threw up a red flag immediately. And so you go looking, and it doesn't seem like anything odd was happening. There were no affairs. It doesn't seem like Harold and Roy were lovers, which is what I thought. Or that even Mildred and Roy were lovers. So, I, you know, it's just an odd arrangement. I guess they had enough room, uh, you know. And so, Mildred Davis, there wasn't a lot uh, as far as, um, you know, I thought the family issue was sort of interesting. And delving a little bit into Harold Lloyd, I learned a little bit more of him in my reading about this. And I, I don't, I, eventually I'll get to the to the real biggies. Although I have done Douglas Fairbanks and some of the others, so anyway, I, I, it's, I'm intimidated. Like I like I keep saying, I've said before, I'm intimidated to do, um, you know, the more well known, the ones that have a lot of followers these days still, because people sure do like to call you out when you make a tiny mistake, and it irritates me. So, um, <laughs> Harold Lloyd Jr. He always lived in uh, in the shadow of his father. This is Mildred's and Harold's son. He was an alcoholic. Through his mid, from his twenties on, he was an actor. He made several B movies in the fifties and sixties. His only starring role was one in *The Flaming Urge*, nineteen fifty-three. *The Flaming Urge*, and it turns out that he was gay. Uh, so he, you know, the, I'm not going to make a dumb joke. I apologize. He was also a singer, and uh, he was in a, f- a film called *Girls Town*, starring with Charlie Chaplin Jr. So Harold Lloyd Jr. and Charlie Chaplin Jr. He died at age 40. And that's where I thought, oh, well, I guess there's no family, you know, still around today. But through the sisters, you know, and marriage, they, you know, they kind of intertwine. And so that's going to do it, I think, for Mildred Davis. She was in, um, she worked from 1916 in shorts. And uh, her last film was in 1927, Too Many Crooks. Well, her last regular film. Then she came back 22 years later and did The Devil's Sleep. Her last film was in 1949. And so, like I say, that's going to do it for Mildred Davis. Uh, Thank you for downloading the podcast, and thank you for uh, learning along with me here. She was called The Girl in the, the movies with Harold Lloyd, and he was called The Boy, which is interesting. So, you know, it was a simpler time. So, yeah, check out Mildred Davis on uh, YouTube. There's a bunch of stuff of of hers survives. It was unfortunate when I looked at B.B. Daniels and was checking her out, I scrolled down, and, I mean, it looks like 75% of her films were lost, which is a shame. The lost films just, you know, gosh, it just gets me. You know, not that I would even want to go back and watch them all necessarily, but just the fact that 
that was this person's whole career and now they're you know they're virtually forgotten i don't like the idea of being forgotten i don't think which is maybe why i do this podcast so anyway thank you for downloading i appreciate that please take some time to go on to itunes and leave me a review a good review if you would that would be great if you are passionate about anything or just like to talk um, or have some friends to come over and talk about something, make a podcast about it. I'll listen to it. Do that at podomatic.com. That's the place where they are super helpful and it's, it's free to uh, make a podcast and, and, and uh, upload it and all that. Just once you get popular, you'll run into bandwidth issues, but that's everywhere. Anyhow, I ramble. Again, thank you for downloading. Thank you for listening to the sister show as well. It comes in the same feed. So if you're subscribed to this show or to this feed, you also get the Three Stooges throwback. I hope you're enjoying that as well. You can follow me on Twitter at G Russo, G-R-U-S-S-O, 1971. You can check out some artwork and stuff on Facebook.com slash Gabe Russo Arts. And that's about it. Oh, and you can go to the new Patreon. I signed up for Patreon if you'd like to... If you'd like to send a little money, it seems like that's what everyone is doing. You don't have to. If you don't want to, I feel weird even asking. So, uh, but the button's on there. If you, if you're a, you know, a millionaire, if you're a helpful billionaire, just clicking give to buttons on the internet, then please <laughs> give to me as well. Once again, thank you very much for downloading. I'll talk to you next time. Bye.